Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome back to the Man Post Weekend Edition. I'm your host Ali and joining me this evening we have Chris. Hello. How are we sir? I'm good, thank you. Uh, how you doing, mate? Excellent, mate. Excellent. Uh, we good have time. Carol. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, I won't ask, will I? No. <laughs> Ten minutes time. Um, and returning, we have Mr. Dave Black. How are we, sir? Hello. Yes, I'm very well, thank you. Yes. Good to have you back after a, wee, a little week off. Mm. Um, right. Friday night, boys. Um, Chelsea, free, Luton, nil. I'm not sure who this says more about. I mean, we pretty much know Luton are crap, but does it tell us any much more about Chelsea? Nah. Uh, nah. We, we learned absolutely nothing from this being on the telly. Like, what was the point? <laughs> like, it, it annoys us as well because you get all, like, I mean, you know, Raheem Sterling may or may not be back in form. I don't know based on beating Luton to death. Like, it didn't really prove much. I, I, actually, I actually think Raheem Sterling's played quite reasonably well to start yeah. of the season, to be yeah, honest. All three games, he's been practically yeah, man of the match, I hasn't thought, he? I thought that. So, I mean, I know what you're saying with the looting thing, but at least he's here. he's bargain, I suppose. I, I think Chelsea are, are, are suffering from like a, a similar thing to Man City. Like They spent all this money and they're still dull as fuck to watch. Like, oh God. Yeah, and yeah, I know yeah. Chelsea have been dull for a while, but they've bought all these attacking young players. It's you know, if you look at their transfer dealings over the last eighteen months, they like, oh, you're a winger who can run at over over sixty miles an hour. I'm buying you. Oh, you can dribble. <laughs> oh, there's a YouTube compilation of you doing kick ups. I'll buy you. But you, you don't see any of that creativity in their team no, at all. No, you but don't. It comes to something when Sterling is their most creative player. Like he's he's got his first goal was was fantastic, and obviously he scored the second and set up the third. Like Nicholas Jackson, who they paid like what fifty eight million for, was it? Like, yeah, I'm not exactly quite sure that. what what he does. Like he got the ball a few times and ran. Like, yeah, I, I, I was expecting a lot from Chelsea, especially with Pochettino, who likes to play that attacking. The you know, brand of football, and I thought, oh, they've got all these young attacking players. You know, it, it might come together, but there's there's no signs of it whatsoever. Yeah, it's the transfer policy has been baffling for what three, four seasons now. Actually, let's go further back than that. But <laughs> it's just, yeah, it makes no sense. Um, we'll see how it goes over. I just, like we we kind of all agree that it doesn't tally up. Um, or we don't really get anything from this game, as you say. Um, good for Jackson's first goal in the Premier League, is it? He's, he's yeah. not. He's not the best, though, is he? It's like I, he, he just runs, doesn't he? Yeah, I don't. I don't think he'd be any great shakes. I'm not going to lie. He's going. He's obviously going to prove me wrong, but I don't think he's any good. He's had so many chances across the three games. To only have one goal was name probably says more than anything else like he may well turn out to be great but so far he just seems to be a very uh, sporadic shall we say yeah he didn't score many last season in Spain did he no I don't think so 
Um, it will be interesting, as you say, Dave. I mean, we can only see what comes of them. Um, yeah, we'll just. But Luton, I mean, I think we all had them. To be all of them, pretty much bottom or second bottom, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll probably learn more about them in their home games um, and whether Kenilworth Road is a hard place to go or not, or whether it's just yeah, small. <laughs> they, aren't, they, aren't, they aren't good, though, are they? No, they don't look it. And yeah, I mean, I think it might be a long old season for them. But I think I can't remember one of us said it. I say one of us. It definitely wasn't me. Somebody said it when they're like. Like Luton fans, like this is just a season for them to enjoy. Isn't it? They've, they've, they've no reason to be up in the no no right almost to be in the Premier League so, the way they'll be looking at. It. So they can just enjoy it as much as they can, get as much money that will keep them keep them going for a few seasons and see see where they go from there as such. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. kind of got to remember that so far there there were two games being away to Brighton and away to Chelsea. Well, like, yeah, not exactly not the easiest to start anyway. Um, no. So. We'll see how they get on at home. Yeah, I just home, home games are key key for that as well. Um, right, let's move on to Saturday. Um, and the early kickoff, I actually watched this game. It was actually quite enjoyable. Uh, Bournemouth nil, Spurs 2. Like, I don't like seeing it, but I mean, I, I'll also just please to toot my own heart. I, I, I like seeing Tottenham under Ange. I, I just think he's got them playing much better than they have been for the last two or three years anyway. Uh, Basuma's like a different man, isn't he? Strange, isn't it? He looks like a footballer now. He does. And so um, Madison's given them a lot more than previous have. Obviously, I'm not taking Kane out of that, but obviously Madison's a great um, a great player. He's a winter little fucker, but he's a great player. Um, Richarlison is absolutely lost in that team. Um, <laughs> he, he just does not, does not belong in that team. I, I don't know if he's... Everton put put him that much of a pedestal that he's actually not that good, or he just doesn't want to be there, or both. Um, he I, made I, a I, great last ditch tackle on himself, didn't he? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think Bournemouth were that bad yeah. Um, I mean they're not they're not good. I'm I'm not I'm not going to go that far, but I still think if Spurs come off against an half decent team, I think they'll get folded. To be honest, uh, that defence is shocking. Personally, I'm, I know Chris will uh, <laughs> agree with me there. Like, oh, of course, of course. Um, yeah, um, Mad- yeah, Madison's having a great time though, isn't he? Like skipping, he is. skipping through that midfield, and like he's, he, he looks like a, he looks even better than when he was had that good season at Leicester, really. But he's not a pacey player at all. He, he's, you know, he's not quick. He's, you know, he's just just a clever player. So it's the same skip through. Like last weekend, we all watched him walk through Man United's midfield, which isn't the most difficult thing in the world to do. I reckon I could have a good go at the moment. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, he 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 looked really 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 good. And yeah, I I thought him going there would you know after and after Kane leaving, I thought Richarlison might be able to get something out of him because it give him that focal point back down the middle with Richarl uh, with Madison feeding him, but. Even then, like that run, that 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 effort that Richarlison had, everything about it was quality until he tackled himself. Yeah, I know, I know. I just, I don't get, I don't get what's going on with him. Maybe, maybe he's just generally not suited, or maybe he's just, like I said, he just doesn't want to be there. But I think, I think he'll change him very soon. Yeah, I think, I think he has to, to be honest. It, it was funny to hear the uh, the Spurs fan singer. We've got our Tottenham back. 
you know, I'm not quite sure what that exactly means. Um, yeah. But, you know, and, you know, I've seen a few Spurs fans getting carried away, but they won seven in a row last season and were screaming they were going to win the league. That didn't end too well for them. No. <laughs> the, only th- the only thing that they've got going forward, well, a big thing they've got going forward them is no Europe. And he's got a, he's basically got a clear run of the league. Yeah. And I, th- I think that'll help them a lot, to be honest. We'll see. They've been surprisingly good so far. I thought they'd have more of a transition. Um, I mean, you know, they've beaten Brentford, which is not the easiest place to go. They've probably battered Man U, more or less. Um, I don't think they'll be the last to do that, by the way. But, um, oh, and Bournemouth, well, they're, they're OK, but you'd, you'd kind of expect them to beat them anyway, wouldn't you? Um, yeah. But, I mean, for all he's changed a lot, he's also been quite... Simple in what he's done, which is he's, he stopped playing Hoiberg, who slows everything down. All right, he's decent at break and play up, but he does nothing Basuma can't do. Basuma's better. Um, he's played Saar, who was more or less written off in the previous manager, but he's, you know, he's your legs. Um, but also, surprisingly good football. I didn't realise how, you know, he's actually quite decent on the ball. Um, and he's, you know, brought in fullbacks like Udogi, um, who's, um, again, very, very good. Um, it's not really science. He's just a good attacking fullback, um, which they've ditched three at the back, which was they weren't really suited to. I know obviously they've had managers who've played it to death, but um, he's ditched that and just made them made them better going forward. Um, ironically, as you say, there's only Richarlison and probably Son who haven't really stood out so far. Um, yeah, but everything behind that's working pretty well. Yeah, I, I thought defensively they were quite sound of Bournemouth came into the game I think it was at 1-0 at the time they came into it for a little bit and um, even in the transitions I feel the defence just kind of coped very well um, I thought Perisic was really good when he came on just kind of just taking the game by the scuff of the neck and kind of where Spurs would have Spurs it you know last season he kind of they just they just I don't know they, they just seem to settle really well where it's a game most seasons probably Spurs would have bottled at the time and Maybe maybe held on to a one 0 or drew one one sort of thing. Um, yeah. So coincidence yeah. states all that. Them last season, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. But. Is it a coincidence <laughs> that now Eric Dyer is out of the out of the scene? Well, it's not. Okay. It's not a coincidence at yeah, all. I don't think it is either. Yeah. Um, next up, then let's go to the the Spurs's North London rivals, Chris. Um, a little kind of start, start, start to the season. Two all draw at home at Fulham. Uh, yeah, um, Arsenal being Arsenal, I suppose is probably the, uh, the best way. I think I think I said the same thing when we, again for when I was on when we, uh, after the Forest game. Um, we, we're just making lives difficult for ourselves. Um, I think it's it's interesting. Like, so we, we're unbeaten. We, we've won two, drawn one now, and um, and yet people seem to be picking that. There's a where you know we're in some kind of not crisis. I wouldn't go that far, but people are digging at our results, which I find is a bit strange. But I think it's a build up of things. I think it's because we're playing this weird system, like it's pre season. We're, we're testing out some weird system for some reason. Um, you know, and, and I think that's having a problem. And then obviously yeah, the results. But I say both goals we conceded um, were down to errors. And I think the first one, Saka's error, I think that new system is probably the, the cause of it. Because if you look at it, the pass he plays back is normally where a right-sided centre-back would be. 
because we've inverted from the left in the in in previous season, but now we're inverting from the right to accommodate Partey. You know, so he's played that ball into a space where he's expecting his teammate to be, and they're not there. Um, so I think there's that, and I think I think it, it wasn't helped that he definitely went to chip Ramsdale and mishit it. So I've seen a few, I've seen a, I've seen a few Arsenal fans going, "Oh, how could you let that shot in?" But Ramsdale is shaping to go for the lob because he knows what's coming. You know, and then he's he's mishit it and it's gone the other way. So Ramsdale's completely wrong-footed. It would oh, have been yeah. one of the best saves ever if he'd have got back it, across the save. It's it's probably one of the one of the worst goals that's ever been scored. I would be far <laughs> to say. Um, before you go into more of the detail, Chris, um, what do you make of the whole inverted shape and Man City did it first. Now everyone else is trying to do it. Obviously Liverpool do it with Trent. Um, you do it with well, Mozinchenko, and now it's Party and anyone else who listen. Um, what do you make of it? Like, do you like it? Does it like? Does it help? I like it when we do it with Zinchenko, or when we did it with Timber. I don't like it when we do it with Thomas Partey, because I find he steps. He just doesn't do the transition as well. Like with Zinchenko, he's a, a midfielder who has played a lot of time at left back, so he he steps into those roles quite well. He had Jacquet who would fill in for him as well, which which helped. And um what I found strange with Partey, so he's playing right back and the idea is is when we invert, he goes into the middle with Rice and then our back four become a back three. That's the reason Gabriel's not in the side at the moment. Because Gabriel, if we played that formation with Partey at the moment, Gabriel would become the central defender rather than the left sided defender. And he can't play he, he doesn't play that system very well. Even though he's a very good defender, if you move him from the left left of a two to a middle of a three, it's a similar situation to Harry Maguire at Man United. Even though on the surface, to, to the normal person, that's not too much of a difference. There is a big difference in, in, in the game. So that's why Gabriel's not getting in. I think when Zinchenko comes back in, Gabriel comes back in. But we, if you look at Partey, there's a long period of the game where he's he's central and Royce is the right, is the right midfield, the right of those two in midfield which you can't do if you're supposed to be playing right-back because then you've got to go past Declan Rice to get into right-back. And Declan Rice is, is dropping into our back into into our back three sometimes anyway in a central role because he can play a central defence. And Partey's at, like, out of position a lot. And I think it's it's quite telling that after we made some of the changes uh, and went back to the... To, when Zinchenko came in and we went back into last season's system, we were a lot more balanced apart from them again an individual error which led to their equalizer um i think nine times out of ten we you know we win that game and i think if we'd have played the last season's formation um the inverting from the left in that game we'd have, we'd have won it as well but you know arteta wants to overload the midfield he's got Partey, who's a fantastic midfielder he, he wants to squeeze him in he wants to give Havertz time to find that this new role that we've got for him uh, and you've paid 100, 100 million pounds for Declan Rice, so you, you're going to play all three of them, unfortunately. Especially when Zinchenko's not been fit. You know he's been busy doing his charity stuff. He's been out for four months. You know, so you're making those um, those um, concessions. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it will work. I just I think it's all coming it's all coming together a bit strange because I don't think the plan was ever for Partey to be in that position. I think Timber would have been on the right uh, at some point. Um, 
but yeah, so it, once I get used to it, I'll be all right. But I would generally prefer just to go back to the old system. But yeah, because I think Ben White's a cracking right back. I think he's done really well last season. Him and Saka have got a massive understanding. And him, Saka and Rice played really well together on Saturday uh, when they were when they were performing that, that right-hand side as well. So there were some pleasing things to see. But I say, I'm, I'm scared that he's going to try it against Man United next week because... It's all about you say it's all about the overload of the midfield, and Man United don't have a midfield. So if we if we try the overload of the midfield next week, I think Arteta will fancy his chances, but I think it does leave us exposed at times. So exposed to who? For Man United? Well, I say we've we've United. <laughs> I say the, the way they play, they're, they're playing very similar to Liverpool at the moment. They're playing a four-one-five, basically. You know, there's yeah, to no, be fair. To be fair, with Man United, there's not even the one. And I think Liverpool only played the one because they had that new Endo kid. Well, I say kid, he's, he's getting on a bit. Him. But they had him playing. Um, and he, he was just like standing in the middle on his own at times. But I think if 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 they bite, the, the danger you have is if our midfield gets bypassed, then we're exposed. And, you know, that's usually where we see the individual errors happen, where our midfield gets bypassed because we've got the overload in there. And then our defenders, especially Gabriel in the past, hasn't been too good on his heels. Um, But, you know, I think at the moment, while they're getting used to that transition being on the opposite side, it's just causing a few mistakes because, you know, your muscle memory is, like the the one with Saka, the muscle memory is, oh, I put the ball into that zone because that's where it is. Like, Footballers don't always look around to see where their teammates are. They 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 are used to having a shape, and you see, you know, you hear people oh they've got a sixth sense. They always know where each of us are. That's because it's drilled into them. So when something's off, or something changes, that's when you see those errors. And you know, but I say a better a better side would would rip us apart. But I'm hoping Arteta's just doing it for the lols, and it's just a case we'll go back to normal next week, and everyone will be like, oh, we were expecting part it right back, so we didn't plan for this. <laughs> It's one way to look at it, I guess. Um, anything you add on Fulham, anyone? Um, Marco Silva's funny. <laughs> um, that's about it, really. I don't know. I, I forgot Calvin Bassey played for them. Um, that, that, that's that's probably about it. That's all I've got. Everyone's oh, saying how well Bassey played. I didn't think he. I thought he had a terrible game. Um. I, I I never rated them at Rangers. I didn't rate them at Ajax, and I probably won't rate them at Fulham. So that's pretty much end shout, really. <laughs> I, 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 enjoyed, I enjoyed Jonathan Pierce refusing to acknowledge he was lying down for, for quite. It was, it was been Arsenal's goal, was it? So when uh, yeah, he was just like prone in the penalty area, and Jonathan Pierce like, "Well, the defence is gone. Where's it gone? Like, <laughs> he's, he's, he's there. There he is." <laughs> yeah. I, I thought I, it was f- funny for that goal because Enketia was trying his hardest to still stay onside, even though, <laughs> even though Batty lying on the floor would have played him onside anyway. But he was so... You could see him checking his run. <laughs> he, got, he, he got it bang on, to be fair, but he didn't need to. I've seen on Twitter a few people um, calling for Javier to be dropped already. Oh, yeah. I'm here for it. I am here for it. Right, Piers Morgan started that, so, I mean... I, I didn't see that. I, I just read the... Oh, yes, yeah, Smith Rowe will do a better job. Oh, Please, Morgan's going excellent stuff. Yeah, it's it's it, it, it's a difficult one because he's done like apart from he he wasn't very good on Saturday in all fairness, but in after in his first three games for us, he's won the most interceptions. What he turns the ball over more than anyone else, which is surprising because you don't people don't see that sort of his game. He's run the most distance uh, in in every game apart from this weekend, you know. But again, 
he doesn't look like a runner. So again, it, it just gets done. I think the big thing was is uh, on Saturday there was a, there was a a time when the ball was played into him, and if he'd have turned, he had the left side of the pitch to himself, and he could have just strolled through, and um, you know, and 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 set set the play. But he didn't. He literally just passed it, paid it straight back. Um, I think it's quite interesting. I think I tweeted on Saturday about this though. He's like Mart- I don't think Martinelli had a very good game, but the thing is with Martinelli, is he gets the ball and he runs with it, so he looks like a player. If you know what I mean, like he's he's a very good player. I'm not saying he's not. But he may, he does make some bad decisions in a similar way that Theo Walcott used to at a time. I think yeah. Martinelli's better than Theo Walcott. Um, but he has some games where he he just puts his head down and runs and doesn't deliver a pass when he should or has a shot when like maybe he could take another touch or he'll run too far to the byline. And yeah. but, but fan because that's the sort of football that gets you off your feet. Fans fans are like, oh yeah, it's good. They all get up and clap it. But yet when Havertz is you know making the short pass and you know, and dragging defenders out wide, it's not as appreciated enough. It's an unfortunate thing for the position that we've got him playing and the way he plays. But he didn't, yeah, he didn't help himself on Saturday. He didn't have a good game. But I think the the, the thing you've got to be careful of is if you drop him, you don't want to cripple his confidence. Yeah. Because we've got great, you drop him, fair enough. You, we've got plenty of great players who could come in and fill that position. And then he's going to struggle to get back in, and suddenly you've got a sixty-five million pound player with no confidence, and you can't integrate him back in in one in one Caribou Cup game. He can't come in and have a good game against whoever we get in the Caribou Cup because he's just going to be like, "Well, I won't be playing on Saturday." So it's it is a really difficult one. Yeah, it's going to be a long season for him. He's going to get scrutinised, whatever happens, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Brentford won. Crystal Palace one was next on the the Saturday. Um, Anything on this one? Is this the most predictable result in the Premier League? For me, oh, it's just it's just Roy, isn't it? It's like, ah, <laughs> uh, you've scored one-one. Goal came from a slide tackle. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that Brentford goal was pretty special, though. It was, yeah. Considering he missed no goal last season, uh, I'd written him off. But turns out, best player in the league. <laughs> and just like that, he's the player of the league. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it is the most result going. Like yeah. Palace are hard to beat. Brentford, it's the kind of game they don't win. Like I feel like some games just aren't big enough for them. Like the yeah, they yeah, like uh, that, don't they? They they, they really do struggle it. against the like the, nah, the like a, a bigger side. A bigger side comes to play them at their ground and they're they're up for it. Um, and it's like mid tables or whoever else that just. Not the same for whatever reason. I don't know why, but yeah. um, obviously without Tony as well, there might be games like this where they don't score as many as they might have done. Um, probably the first time they missed him this season, which is a compliment to those who replaced him. But um, you know, Tony gives them a lot more than this. Um, I don't think it's unfair to say, but it's, it's just different players, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. Mm, right, Carlos. Um, I held back as long as I could, but Everton nil, Wolves won. Um, therapy is in session. Crack on, bud. Um, do you want to just get me, <laughs> get me copy and paste from the Fulham, the Fulham, from just get me ran from the Fulham game and just paste <laughs> it onto this? Why cannot we put that fucking ball on that fucking net? Oh, it's just it, it's infuriating. No. It's, I mean, don't get me wrong, 
if I, did anyone see the save from Saar? I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I, it's, that, that was obviously, I'm right behind that goal. And I just turned to my mate and went, oh my God, that is like an unbelievable save. I unbelievable. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't know why he's gone with his head. Um, Ashley Young, I think it was, who, by the way, looked all of the 38 he did on Saturday. He was atrocious. Like, the worst I've seen him for a good while. He was terrible. Oh, back to the point. We can't score. Um, we've actually just signed a strike, another striker, um, which is kind of crazy. But there we go. Because um, it's, it's better. Better from Indonesia, yeah. Um, which I think is actually quite a quite a good sign, personally. Um, it's just same old. Um, we can't score and we fall asleep. I don't know what Jordan Pickford's doing for that goal either. I think he's got to come and claim it. Um, he's, he's, it's just a mess. And I, I'm running out of stuff to... I've got nothing to defend us anymore. Um, it's three losses out of three with no goals. I mean, what have I got? I've got nothing to play with there. Um, he, dropped, he, he drops Michael Keane. Fair enough. He deserved it. He was crap. Um, Branthwaite came in and played well as much as he could. Dobbin played all right on the wing, but he's playing Dan Juma up front. As much as Dan Juma's a decent player, he's not a striker. He, I mean, oh, it's just, it, it just flabbergasts me. Oh, Dice is starting to do me, Eden, more and more each game. And the fact that it's just blind. Oh, we should have won that game. We didn't. Yeah. That's, that's, two, that's two games you've said that now. I so mean... I, I, I... I've not seen anything of yous, right? But obviously, I'm looking at the stats for this game, and it looks like yous were the better team. Oh, uh, we were, and I'm not going to deny we were. That's, that's a lot of chances for an Everton team. Like, no disrespect, but the way Everton have results have been again, I've not really looked at. But that's a 13, well, seven shots on target, six off target. That's a lot of chances to create, as you say. I mean, you've been quite open that you need somebody who score goals. That's a lot of chances to be creating, especially in the Premier League. Well, do you see that other stats? Seven corner kicks. I think yeah. every single. I think every single one of them went into Sars hands. Ashley yeah. Young needs to be shot. They were all the same ball. It was oh, it was pathetic. Um, and we just need to. We need a game changer and quick because none of them on that pitch were a game changer. Uh, yeah. The young lad, the young lad, Schmitty came on. Um, that we bought from Sporting. He wasn't the worst. He threw, he threw himself around, and he actually looked like he wanted the ball. So instantly, he's better than Neil Morpay. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's just, I, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's, it's pretty telling that Morpay didn't get on. Um, oh, I, I think yeah, I, I think. A goal. Yeah, I, I think. Um, his time's off, personally. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised. Um, no, I don't think the... anyone in on this podcast is surprised <laughs> at that statement. And if you are surprised, then you shouldn't be talking about football. <laughs> <laughs> um, where's uh, Dwight McNeil? Cause he's I know still he's, injured. Yes, I know he's polarised his opinion, but like he more or less kept you up last season. 
Oh, yeah. Got I mean, to do and fair to say, he was excellent towards the end of the season. He but... was. He, he's, he got injured in a friendly, and uh... he, he's been injured since. But just on that as well, we've got McNeil coming back, and we've got Jack Harrison there as well. That they, oh, yeah. They're two good wingers. Mm. Um, and, and I don't know... It's a bit odd when you think about it because I don't think Dan Juman even gets a game for us, which is a bit telling. I mean, no, it's nice to have some options. Like... And, and 100%. Or as much as I'm going to sound like a spoiled brat here, but I'm an Everton fan. Um, <laughs> we signed two strikers, I get that. One, one's a young lad and one's a young, uh, you know, one's a obviously played for Udinese and has got a bit more experience. On which we needed, and I thought we get that. We need a centre half. Well, we really do. I mean, all right, we didn't sign my mate Connor, which I wasn't too asked about. Shockingly enough, um, we let Yerimina go on a free, and we've just let Mason Holgate go off on loan, which I'm not really asked about either. But that just leaves us Michael Keane, and you know my feelings on him. <laughs> Brantway, who's about ten years old. <laughs> um, Tarkovsky who is far from blameless was shit on Saturday Ben Godfrey uh, uh, he's like a completely different person and that's it I think considering like, Godfrey's got an England cap it's mad to think how far he's fallen off and granted he did break his leg but still like he's uh, got nowhere near where he used to be has he and the fact that Brand- the fact that Brantwaite's going straight in and he's, he- he's still on the bench and that says everything. Brant, they went on loan to PSV, Feyenoord? Dutch. Yeah, PSV, and done, they all loved him, apparently. PSV. I was, I was going to ask yeah, this, I mean, this it's question. He's probably worth a shot. Like. He is, he is, I agree. What is it with centre-backs at Everton? Like, when you signed Michael Keane, he was like one of the highest-rated young English defenders, and he, he'd, done I, all, I, I, he'd done all right, hadn't he? No, I think we just had the wool pulled over our eyes, because if he's a football player, I am. That's 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 what I mean. Like he's gone to Everton and he he hasn't he hasn't done that well. Tarkovsky was in demand, decent decent defender. Obviously, you know I'm not saying these are like going to get into Man City's team or anything, but like no, but Tarkovsky is. I think Tarkovsky is probably looking over 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 to the other side of him, going, "Who the hell am I going to be playing with now?" Yeah, possibly. Yeah. He's not. Sorry, no, uh, that came that, that came out a bit wrong now because he was poor on Saturday, but he's probably the more reliable one. I mean, it's, it's Dice's point. Dice is always going to pick Tarkovsky, I think. Yeah, um, yeah he's basically our captain now, isn't he? So, yeah. Um, but, there's, but there's been quite a long line of them, hasn't it? Like, Yerry Mina went there. We all, like, he was he was all right. Okay, he, you know, in, he mainly scored goals against England in, for Inter. <laughs> no, yeah. He was all right. Yerry Mina, if he'd stayed fit, he never would have been at Evan. That, yeah, that, 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 that was an issue, that, wasn't it? Oh, he was, ne- he was made of Quavers. Yeah, um, they were really big quavers though. Come on. Oh god, yeah. Um, but something's got to give because we're staring down the barrel already, and we've got right. If you if you want to laugh, we've got Doncaster on Wednesday in the Carabao Cup. Doncaster are bottom of the whole league. I've read this story before. <laughs> oh, I know where my money's going. <laughs> <laughs> the last time we played someone that was bottom of the whole league, we got knocked out of the FA Cup. Oh, please. please. Was that true? Well done, Dave. Well done. 
<laughs> Don't know why that was ever in doubt that Dave was going to get oh, well. <laughs> uh, A Nigel Jemson inspired I just, I just don't get it with, with everything because I say after, the, like I saw the game, I saw bits of the game on on, uh, on Saturday, and Tarkovsky, yeah, he had, he had, he had, he had a bit of a rough time. And I remember even looking at the, the formation that they were playing, and Everton play a four three three, so it's a very traditional backline setup. Yeah. So it's not like they're playing some weird three five two, like you know, Matt, again referring to Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire's not a shit defender; he just doesn't suit the system that. That Man United play. I beg to differ on that one. But... Well, no, I think I, I, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd say like, why don't Everton put a sneaky bid in for him? But we already have. We we had a loan bid rejected this this morning, apparently. Could you imagine how much worse he'd get? Because it, it does seem to be a thing. It's like strikers go to Chelsea and become shit. Defenders <laughs> go to go to go to Everton and and just yes, turn to Jenny. Oh, let me let me stop you there. <laughs> let me stop you there. Everyone goes to Everton. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh, right. I think we'll come off that car. We'll give you a break. Thanks, mate. <laughs> um, I feel we're going to have to repeat this next week again. So we can I, can, our... can I just say though, on that game, we haven't spoken about Wolves that much on on, on there, which is fine. Because the shit, isn't it fucking weird seeing Wolves playing that fucking Portugal kit? No, it's <laughs> so. I, I just don't. You know, some teams you just associate them with certain kits, don't you? And occasionally, like they wear some mad away kit or something. But seeing Wolves in that Portuguese kit. It's so fucking weird to me. I assume yeah. we had it for years with the whole. Yeah. No, yeah. this is this is oh. this. That's their new away shirt. They, that's what they they've always, had. What they've always had like white or blue. Um, yeah. but they probably had one in the past, but yeah. I don't. I don't recall it. So obviously, growing up, I grew up in Wolverhampton, so I'm you know I'm used to seeing these white and gold or orange or whatever fucking color they are now kits everywhere. And being now down here in Devon, I, I see a lot. Of, I see a lot of wolves kits still strange. They're not, um, they're, not, they're not very good. They're way. not. And then, obviously, Nunez, who... I didn't think oh. it made that much of an impact at Wolves. Obviously, made so much of an impact that Pep's going to spend £60 million on him. Mm. And go Pep, on strike. Yeah, Pep, uh, Pep well, called him the best midfielder in the world, didn't he? Ah, well, Paqueta's got uh, £40,000 and I'm going there. So, I mean, hopefully... Wee! All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, Man United. Um, Man United 3, Nottingham Forest 2. I mean, Dave, do we do we praise my United for coming back, or do we just slag off Forest for throwing us away? I mean, I think everyone in the world thought Man United would still win this when there was two 0 after three minutes because it's just what happens, isn't it? But yeah. what on like I know people are very keen to lick Ten Hag's ring, which I've never really understood because all he's done is come in and being like, "Well, uh, Cristiano is not much cop, is he? and like you know, fair play for putting your foot down on that but like it's no different than the social ideas like they still do stupid things every week and somehow weasel out of it every single week like this week he set up to have like right they've got a corner so we've got a corner so let's leave three attackers back they'll deal with this attack no problem and funny enough they didn't yeah. and then uh, they, count, the they counted very similarly to the way they did against us on the opening day of the season they did I mean I, I knew he just ran in a straight line and Rashford was like well I'm not doing with that and the others were like well if you can't catch him we can't so let's just leave him but, he, that, but Dave they've got the best goalkeeper in the world you know yeah, he's so he, good he, he sat down to watch the down. goal he sat down and even the striker was like what do I do now and he, he sort of like <laughs> poked it in the corner it was like the least convincing finish ever but no, actually, I say that until two minutes later, Willie Buddy got hit in the face with the ball and it went in. <laughs> <laughs> How on earth he leave? 
no matter his size, more or less unmarked in the six-yard box. And just, he, was, he, was, he was surprised. Like, ah, oh, well, I'll just let Hillison go in. Um, I like Willie Bolly, me. <laughs> everyone, well, you love Willie. I've seen that before. Willie! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, yes. I, I, wasn't, uh, I wasn't surprised they, um, they came back because I guess that's what they do. Like, the, they're very capable of scoring goals and Forrest aren't capable of defending. And uh, obviously Steve Cooper still knocked out Jack Black taking his job in School of Rock, so he was distracted. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave, you're on one tonight, I love it. <laughs> oh, a couple of weeks out and he's abusing people. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, well... Um, I can't remember what the goals were like now. Um, no, yeah. well, the penalty, the penalty, and the red card. We should probably talk about them. Um, the, the red card, soft or not? Um, Under the new rules, it's what it is, isn't it? They, they seem to be going for this last man rule a lot more now, don't they? Well, well it's not no, last man anymore. It's denying a goal scoring. Yeah, probably yeah. last of, man for about twelve years. Yeah. That's, it's, we'll probably talk about more in the Newcastle Liverpool yeah, game, they, but like, if, if it's a foul, it's a red card. Um, mm-hmm. Probably fair to say. But if, but, but to be fair, because of the double jeopardy rule now, it's not. Oh, it was outside the box. Oh, so no, this is... one was outside the box. It got sent off. It's sat, yeah, the Van Dyke one's the same, isn't it? If he'd have been like yeah. a yard in, it, he'd have got a yellow. Well, but... it depends if, if you make a play for the ball or not. Well, so yeah, if you just yank them down, yeah. then it's a red. I, I, if you just like slide in and miss it, then it's not. I, th- I think... Like you said, new rules. It's unfortunately in red, but it is what it is. Do, do you I think th- the foul on Rashford with the pen? Do, do you think that was a, a blatant I, foul? I, I think if the referee hadn't given it, VAR wouldn't have overturned it. Yeah, I, I agree with that as well. I, I think VAR would have just would have stuck stuck with whatever decision was made on the field. Like most. Yeah, because Rashford oh. was all, he was what 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 did, what did the pundits call it? A oh, clever. He didn't dive. Uh, yeah. He didn't go down I easily. He, uh, he was clever. If, if you're English, you're clever, basically. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Especially, especially Rashford, who's like England's golden boy. Which is fair enough. He's a he's a nice lad, but oh, he's he great. He, he dies. <laughs> um, I've not seen him. I just I've seen a lot of people complaining. Um, but it's just one of again. It's. When, when you can have this debate, I, I can't remember who we were speaking about last week. Have you given the referees the decision to make? You can only blame yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. Bournemouth against Hughes last week, wasn't it? Was it the Bournemouth game? Is that what it was? Yeah. Against Hughes yeah. last week, yeah. <laughs> you're making a decision, especially when you. I mean, if you've got, if you're forced to make such, but when if you're even slightly going away for goal, or you're it. There's just no need, absolute no need. And no, I, I do I'd actually agree with that. To be honest, um, like we've said it all before. Like we, we, none of us think Man United have really progressed over the last five managers or whatever it's been. Um, and I find it, I find it mad that they've won two games this season, and I, I don't think they've played particularly well in any of them. What's the same as last season? Isn't it? I don't. I think they were ter- pretty terrible all season, yeah. and they were third. Yeah. They were just there at the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit like it's a bit like Palace finishing in twelfth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they are the Crystal Palace of the top four. But uh, like talking about Man United really quickly, so I just drag it on, Ali. Like, but 
before the season started, all I saw on Twitter was that Mount Fernandez and Casemiro was the best midfield in the world. <laughs> that is the best midfield three in the world. Okay, Mount didn't play this week because he's injured. But they've been shockingly bad. Like, Wolves made them look ridiculous. And I don't think we... So that's the thing, we haven't had a chance to speak about this because the first week... Um, that's how I, I wasn't on Twitter last week. Um, but the f- first week, we, we they were playing while we were recording as well. But everyone's just walking through them. Casemiro, what on earth is he... Like, I don't get what he's doing. Like, he's... He's, he's made his... Sunny. He doesn't look like he's had a pre-season. Like he, he's just. Oh, he looks. He, he looks like he's had a pre-season at the chip shop. Mm. No, he certainly has. Like um, he, he's he looked off it in every game. You're right. Yeah, uh, he's, he's been awful. Weird, but he's the thing is the thing that makes it worse. And I don't know if he's just trying to do more running to get himself back into shape because he he clearly looks out of shape. Um, I, I can't say much because he's still a lot smaller than I am probably. Um. You know, but for a, for a footballer, he, he he's not look he, he doesn't look fit. But he's he's generally Fernandez goes out wide and Casemiro's the attacking midfielder. He he made I, his name as as one of the best defensive midfielders in Europe. I don't understand the balance of that midfield at all. Where like obviously it's Casemiro, Eriksen, sorry, Mount and uh, and Fernandez, but like that's asking an awful lot of one man to defend. Um, <laughs> and as you say, it has been a lot of time there himself. Um, Fernandez obviously isn't going to be sitting, he's going to be further forward. And like this theory that our oh, Mason Mount's going to transform this team, it's not a better football than Christian Eriksen. <laughs> like, oh. He's got some strengths, but Eriksen's a far better technician to be playing that role. Um, yeah. Mount, find... Mount's a safe footballer, isn't he? He'll, he'll link yeah, the play. He I... won't make it, he'll link it. But if, if there's nobody there for him to link it with. No, exactly. I, I mean, Mount's got to say, he's not, he's not, I don't buy him that he's useless. He's a terrible footballer. He has some strengths. He can be useful in the right system. But I said at the time, I don't really see where he fits in here because his best positions have been either on the left, which is Rashford, or further, like in the tenral, which is more or less Fernandez. So I don't uh, I don't see where he fits in. Certainly not where they've been playing him. Oh, well, McTom and I'll be back in next week. <laughs> anybody, anybody else just thinking about what, what Casemiro gets from the chip either? He looks like oh. he works. He looks. Have you seen that picture of him like at the start of the season when he looked like he worked in the chippy? I think he gets one of everything. I guess for definitely. Right. <laughs> one of everything. All, all, all I'm thinking about is the chippy order, and that's it. I don't. I don't get it because I say I really rated him when he was at um, Real Madrid, and I don't. Think no, he was been, good last year for United. I think he he's been all right for. I don't think he's been the same player. But then again, when he was at Madrid, he had like Modric and Cruz around him, didn't they? Mm. You know, no, a bit, what, bit, could, bit different when you sat there with McFred. You can tell the difference when from last year when Casemiro used to play, but I do agree he has been shy this year. If they have a big game against somebody, he will play better. I guess yeah, a bit, yeah, like, a bit like the anti Brentford and it's like he just plays against in the yeah. big games, he's a difference yeah. maker. Yeah, guess, guess who they've got next weekend? Oh, <laughs> I said big games, Chris. Oh, okay. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> in one West Ham we friends. Um, <laughs> someone explain this game to me. Like, make this. This was like Brighton of three years ago. Jared Bowen is on fire. Oh, absolutely! Like, I, I feel. I, I won't feel like sing I'm, the rest of the song. Yeah, no, I was just about to as well. <laughs> I feel like I'm slagging off West Ham when I say that because West Ham did their job very well. But have you have you but, seen the stats? West Ham had twenty yeah, percent possession. This is this is football manager stuff. This this was Brighton of. Three years ago, 
genuinely, all the ball, couldn't score and get beat. I know, but like, uh, how much of that is like Moises oh, as planned? Yeah, you know, let, let them have the ball. Let's counter it because if you watch Brighton, obviously we all, we've all seen them move the ball. Got they're very fluid. But when they lose possession, obviously there's a lot of holes to fill. And when you've got Antonio barreling through, um, it's obviously can be played to your advantage. So well, well, I'm actually really, really. Oh, sorry, Dave. I was going to say I'm actually really impressed with Moyes so far this season because I think a lot of us thought West Ham would probably get rid of him sooner rather than later. But uh, playing really well, it's uh, yeah. disgusting. I think looking at the highlights as well, their tactic was see him there wearing the number seven shirt. That's James Milner. Just go where he's supposed to be because he <laughs> won't be there. And that's, that's what they tactic. did for every single goal. Yeah, I think he was like minutes away from being asked, like if he knew where he lived, like he was just wandering about, like if he knew where he lived. Dancing is no one else. No, I'm not sure he does. Like he, he still thinks he's at Anfield, but unfortunately for him, he's on the south coast now. Um, would he play? Would they play in Danny Welbeck as a ten in this game? Oh well, everyone plays as a ten in this team. It's mad. It's like right. Yeah, yeah Welbeck usually starts ahead of Ferguson as well. And they both started, didn't they? Yeah, both started. Yeah, well, it's a good job they spent all that money on Joe Pedro, who, like... Sits on the bench. Play, played in the first game, scored a pen, got, maybe got an assist as well. Can't remember. He was great the first game. Yeah. Had a reasonable game. And then Deservey comes out in the press, and he's like, nah, this Joe Pedro character, who, who does he think he is? Bench. And then his, <laughs> well, replacement, his replacement got croc for four months. He's like, Joe Pedro time? He's like, no, 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 no. It's time for... You and Ferguson and Danny Welbeck. He doesn't want too. Chelsea to come in and try and buy him, out, does he? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, get Welbs at Chelsea, man. Oh. I'm really surprised if that comes soon. Don't... They save everybody else. Well, good for the home going quarter. It's on the old uh, European fund, the front. But they're not using have... European tour. Ah, but next year, um, Carl, they will. Yeah. Chelsea are known for their adventures. But but can anyone else back me up on Antonio being one of the most annoying footballers in the world? Because I just want to punch his face dead hard. They were supposed to, oh, they, were sell, they were selling him two weeks ago. Oh, oh, man, I, can't, I can't bear the man. I feel like if you punched him in the face, you would definitely break your hand or at least a knuckle. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I wouldn't do it, obviously. I'm not a violent <laughs> man. Everything about him, like... Seems quite hard. Like, yeah, he's quite, fun. he's quite funny though. Have you heard him on his podcast? Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's, crack a with, he's an with absolute divvy. Yeah, I know. I guess, I guess what I like about him, I relate to him a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I think if West Ham had a man on the post podcast equivalent, he would play me. <laughs> I shouldn't have think you play me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> filling your own blanks on that. <laughs> Don't even give me care to Zuma. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Suchek. He got kicked in the face again. He gets kicked every... I don't know how he's still alive, to be honest. He takes more hits than uh, the standard boxer. Oh, he's definitely me then, isn't he? Yeah, I was surprised when I saw the stats because obviously the, the highlights make it look like it was all West Ham because obviously they scored three goals. But when I saw the stats, and I was like, what, 20-odd percent possession? I was like, that's insane. But yeah, Jared, Jared Bowen was, was good. I, I thought um, Ward-Prowse is doing great there, to be fair. Yeah, you know, um, Considering everyone just thinks he's um, 
a free kick specialist, which he is. Mm. He, he, I think he's what scored twice and had two assists in his first two yeah, games. Yeah. His corners are good. Yeah. His corners with that team, it's, a, it's like a match made in heaven, isn't it? Like, yeah. yeah, and they've, they've yeah. actually built the midfield around him as well. They've kind of. I mean, Suchek thinks of fear at the minute, but once he recovers, he's going to be he's going to be living his best life. Um, but Pakatar as well. I know we joked earlier about his, uh, the old uh, betting situation, but he's been fantastic this season. Last week, last week against Chelsea, he was great and uh, played well again. A slightly different rule on uh, on Saturday, but um, they've got a lot of good players. I was just saying, Caduce, Caduce, Caduce is very good. Uh, very good. Maya, going there like. It, uh, and obviously Alvarez has gone there for my act as well. Do you see him, um, the most calm man in the world, when they were surrounding him in the box and just kept sort of chopping on his other foot to clear it? Yeah. yeah. Ah, some boy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, they're obviously not going to stay in second, but Moise isn't going to get the sack, so me and you, David. I know. We need him to have an indiscretion. That's the only way he's going to get sacked. Like, <laughs> the, old, the old reverse Zaha, I think, is probably needed for him. But uh... <laughs> They've got Luton, nonetheless, at the weekend. Yeah, I think Luton fr- will probably save Potter's job for a few weeks too. So that's my, my pick might be out the window as well now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got West Ham and then... Eh, West Ham have got City, then Liverpool. Oh. That, that should be fun. But the way West Ham are set up, though, you're not, like, you couldn't say that they wouldn't get like zero points from those games. Not that I mean, uh, no. I, th- I think they'll, I think they'll pretty much smack off Luton. I'm not gonna lie. But it is the first home game in God knows how long in the top league, though. So. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be interesting. Let's see. I, I'm, I'm a fan. Of, I like the way Moise is playing, and they were. This was just like. It was almost a textbook performance, this game. It's just like, yeah. if you could pick a perfect... If they didn't concede in this game, it might have been the perfect performance, um, tactics-wise. Um, right, Sunday games. Burnley 1, Villa 3. Um, I tell you, Villa have done well since you kicked their arse, Dave, in the opening game of the season. Yeah, I mean, they are a good side. Um, I think oh, you said at the time you know, that that game was a bit... Of an anomaly, by the way, the the back line fell apart trying to play that high line, and it is risk versus reward, and just didn't didn't work out for them that night. But um, they're always going to steamroll teams like Burnley, who, um, with the best will in the world, don't have the tools to to really hurt the the, the better sides. I don't I don't think anyway. What I've seen so far, um, Company's a bit of a funny one, isn't he? I mean, he was. Very average in, in Belgium, but also very good with Burnley in the Championship. So, I guess we'll get a decent read on them as the season goes on. But um, if they're not going to sit in and sort of frustrate teams, by the looks of things, which it's always quite commendable when teams do that, but it very rarely works out. Um, and with, you know, they'll have Watkins, Thiavi, um, those two alone um, seem to be causing a bit of bother. And then Matty Cash is uh, now a goal scorer and fullback. So, <laughs> God help everybody. Ollie Watkins, well, I'm going to discuss it with you three rather than side because obviously size bias. But is he like the most, the greatest frustrated player that you could possibly have? Like he's he's literally the perfect striker, bar scoring goals because he misses some absolute sitters, 
but he'll control every ball, doesn't matter how high or how far ahead you put him. He'll run all day. But unfortunately, your striker's job is to score goals. Do you think he'd be be better with two up front? I think he might be, but I think Villa would be worse. Yeah, yeah. If you've got to sacrifice someone in their team to put someone up top, then maybe it's not working. I think they kind of play two up anyway, don't they? They do this two-two-two thing where they've got like yeah. him and Diaby with Bailey one side and um, whoever's tucked in on the other side again. Usually, I can't, can't remember yeah. the setup yeah, with yeah. Uh, Kamara and Douglas Louise sitting. So um, I kind of see what they're going for. It reminds me a lot of um, Craig Bellamy in his early days at Newcastle before yeah, he sort of round himself off. Where he's like he's, he's frustrating because he gets a lot of chance because of his pace, but you'd rather have that than not have them and obviously you know all the positives that he brings with those assets is um better for the team i mean he obviously got an assist on on uh, on sunday but i think it's, has he got one goal this season so far or no 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 not in the league and obviously three he against two it. chances inside the six yard walks on sunday mm. i mean he finished lee johnson's career in management on thursday so that was nice <laughs> that was very nice wasn't it <laughs> um on burnley though Good shout by Dave there. I, I, I think they need to learn that they can't go toe-to-toe with teams. And when they, when they do actually learn that, it possibly might be too late. Because, again, like Dave said, they have not got the personnel to do what they're doing. It depends, it depends on the results against uh, the Sheffield United's, uh, the obviously the Lutons and etc. Not the teams that came up because they should beat them anyway. They beat them last year, but it all depends if they're beating like your, your Crystal Palace, your Wolves, your Everton. They'll beat us. Everyone does. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if they're getting results against those teams. I don't know if it's worth sacrificing the way you're playing against the bigger teams. You I, I, I do. They're just going to get ironed out. But does, does it really matter as long as they get enough points from the other games to stay up? Because the, over time, their plan would be to improve the squad player by player the more money they get the more years they're back in the Premier League under under company obviously um, is it worth sacrificing the... it dep- well like you said it depends on like who have they got next let's see um, they have got Tottenham at home mm. now if they play if they play well I don't, don't know why I'm going to say this. It's going to bite me in the arse again. If Burnley play like that against Tottenham, they'll get ripped apart. Personally. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, who who disagrees? I mean, it's like Tottenham are playing pretty well. Burnley only had two games, I know, against two decent sides, but they've not really done much in either game um, to make you think, oh, you know, these are going to give it a go this year. You contrast that to Sheffield United and how they played against Man City yesterday. They showed more than Burnley. I think none of us really thought much, particularly highly of Sheffield United. So, um, who knows? So it's, uh, it's obviously early days, but nothing stands out for us so far. They haven't got the greatest run of games here. I'm looking at Burnley's run of games. Wow, Tottenham, all right, Forest away, but Forest are good at home. Mm, yeah. United at home. That'll probably be the first win. <laughs> <laughs> then you've got Newcastle, then Chelsea, then Brentford away. Ooh. That's, they could be caught adrift quite quickly there. They won't be, because I've just said it. <laughs> no, you and them, we could adrift, but still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Dave. 
We're coming on to your team in a minute. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, no, we'll be down there with you this week. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll be, I think you'll be safe, Dave. Don't worry. Sheffield <laughs> <laughs> United won City two. Um, I mean, you you briefly mentioned there. Obviously, Sheffield United showed a bit here. Um, Haaland missing a penalty. See, as human. Um, again, is this another get? Does this game tell you anything, really? No. No, and I, I do sort of agree with David the Sheffield United show, but, but I, do, I do still think they're absolutely diabolical. Oh, they absolutely are. Um, the only miracle here is that they were like four or five mil down. I mean, yeah, where's Fodderingham? Ex Rangers keeper who got binned by Rangers at the game of his life here. Um, he's, he's meant to be decent, I mean, obviously, like, you know, keepers come in their own later in life. Whatever reason, but, uh, um, but and Harlan missing that pen was the most nailed on miss I've ever seen. <laughs> as soon as he stepped up, I went, He's missed. I don't know why, but I knew it. I don't understand why. Like, obviously, a lot of players wait for the keeper to dive and then just go the other side. Like, he does that, but also twats the ball as hard as he can. <laughs> yeah, just and, the I ball. think Andy like, Insta said that he went, He's already gone, he doesn't need to do that. I mean, I yeah. never agree with Andy Inchcliffe, and I did there. He looked so looked so angry, didn't he, Harland, in this game? The only time he smiled is when he was celebrating with that fan who came onto the pitch. As soon that as the was fan was all shit, as soon as the fan was all shit away, he was miserable as sin again. We're celebrating with his own teammate. I tell you, he did play well, Kovacic. Mm. He was, I thought he was really good, um, really good, personally. Yeah, they're pretty formidable in that midfield. I mean, Rodri, he got another vital goal, which seems to be his new thing, like. Probably barely crosses halfway and half scores some important goals from does he? <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's he's some player then. Oh, he is. He's, 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 he's quality. Isn't he? He's taking Aker Gundogan's role, getting the important goals in the big games. Well, not no, big. I mean, important it's, fair, it's, a, it's a fair point. He um, just always seems to be the man popping up at the minute, doesn't he? But yeah. uh, they've obviously added Doku to the mix, who yeah, I like. But he's not. I wouldn't say he's a Guardiola type player. To be honest, he's a bit mercurial. But uh, I guess. That's how Pep likes it. He likes a challenge, doesn't he? Uh, and Kyle, also, Walk, Kyle Walker. Walk for, for, <laughs> Kyle Walker, uh, remembering that he was a Chef United fan. Ah, uh, yeah, it was good for <laughs> Wallace. I mean, um, what is he doing? It was odd, wasn't it? Because he'd been like, very, very solid the whole game. And it's because he'd not had anything to do all game, I think, uh, until maybe. that point, really. Yeah, all he was doing was just running and getting the ball, running and getting the ball, and he just thought, ah. This is this is not fun, Bachir. <laughs> um, <laughs> do any of you think that the um, the Pep stand-in, you know, the what do you, I his name is the assistant manager who's currently managing the team because Pep's having his back replaced or something. L- Lilo, um, Lilo. Aye, Lilo and Stitch. He looks yeah. like Kevin Keegan in his England manager days, and I can't he get on my head. He didn't look like he was asked at all, did he? <laughs> he never does. Did you, did you see? Oh, I think it was on Match of the Day that, that they showed it. Um, there was there was a bit where he's he had an open line to Pep in Spain, and at one point he was obviously one of the other coaches handed him the earbuds, which was clearly Pep on the phone, and he just takes them out, hands them back to him, and obviously you couldn't tell what he was saying, but it, it generally clearly looked like oh, I don't care what he says. <laughs> I, I don't I'm care. all for it. Asked proper supply teacher, and it's like he's just like, look, I know you're taught to teach geography, but Bollocks of this, right? <laughs> let's, let's get outside and play rounders. Yeah, and they're nearly, 
We've been boring for years. Let's try and make something. Even, even when they were like chasing the game, so like I know they're only chasing it for like three or four minutes, but they're even boring then. Yeah. I, I, honestly, it's so boring for a for a obviously a great team, and I'm not taking nothing away because they are a great team. But God, I, I I no, I just don't like watching them. I hate watching them. In fact. It's like mm. every every time Grealish got the ball and made a run into the eighteen yard box, he'd well I say a run, he'd stroll into the eighteen yard box and then just stop. Yeah. It worked for the goal though. Oh yeah, it worked for the goal, but it's just like what that's that's what what is this is this isn't this isn't good to to watch. But bar bar like half of last season, like Pep has literally coached the creativity out of Grealish. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like his his best part of his game was that like gliding into the box and drawing fouls and but you know as Chris says he he now does the gliding into the box and then just stops and like kind of looks up and waits for it's like without De Bruyne none of them know what to do either like De Bruyne genuinely was the puppet. <laughs> it was fun to watch though. I miss him. Yeah. In a way, um, you know how obviously Sheffield United equalised and Foden came on immediately. Do you think Pep like text him like? Foden now, fuckhead, and just like trying to get him on like ASAP because it was yeah, I am- think so, yeah. amazing how quickly he was on considering Pep wasn't in the in the in the country. And only one sub made. That's quite strange for this Man City team. Well, they made none last week against us. Like, oh, did they not? No, honestly, he gets right on my tits, Guardiola. Like he was the one who crying his eyes out about no, oh, my players are tired all the time. We've been away to Greece to play the bloody cup final of cup wankers, and then it's like, oh, what I'll do is make no subs. How do you like them apples? Like, just <laughs> fuck off and be normal. Um, I like, never mind to be normal. I like the first part, just fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it is boring. Like, I mean, mm. not, they're, gonna, they're obviously going to win the league. Um, I think what's annoying is that like, in most games, they have no jeopardy whatsoever. There's never a time really where the other team have like, a prolonged period of, of possession where you think, ah, oh, they might do something there. Sheffield United's goal came out of nothing because, as you say, Cal Walker had some sort of seizure um, and, and felt the need to back heel the ball for no reason whatsoever. Um, and then it was straight back to normal, like from the kickoff, Man City more or less scored again, and that was the end of that. Yeah, yeah. you basically just summed up every city game there. <laughs> it's, it's like like Carlos Everton rants. We could pretty much copy and paste every Man City win. Um, hmm. Now and end of the season, you're gonna get the shock of the lives when we win a game in December, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> at, at, at the Etihad. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be funny. Oh, that'd be the one. Um, right, last game of the weekend, Dave. Um, El Review Cool Part Three. Three weeks into the season, and there's been a. There's been a rivalry in every every game. Um, what a what a strange strange game, Dave. It was strange. Um, I, I don't think we ever played particularly well. Um, we, we sort of played professionally in the first half. Had it was a fairly even game until uh, the goal. Now, probably talk about Trent for a bit first. I mean, had he been sent off for that? I mean, I would have been over. I would have been delighted, but. Um, I thought he was. I thought he was shit. I thought yeah, he was a good yeah, thing I, that I, he never I, went off. Yeah, I say I thought he had terrible games. Yeah, it would have been good if he'd gone off. But I've seen a lot of people saying, "Oh well, you know, with nine men, they'd never have won." I don't think had he been down to ten, he'd ever been in a position where the second red card would have happened because no. he just he just yeah, wasn't in that that sort of shape. So I, mean, I don't really buy into all that. But um, 
obviously goal we didn't even create that ourselves it was obviously a huge error from the more trendy boy um i thought gordon played really well again um he did he did i'll second that yeah he was the only one really um i thought we were very rushed in possession and i mean part of that was down liverpool who um scrapped very well um considering you know obviously said that right hungarian lad Born in from all his creativity, I thought he was uh, exceptional at uh, twi- getting, twi- getting in the way. <laughs> really? Yeah, 28. That's... I, thought, I thought Tenali played well, by the way. He did? No, he did. Mm. I, I said, I, I don't think we played particularly badly. Um, I just think it goes back to old problems where like, we're not very good at my, um, dominating the game managing the game, you know, we were better playing on the break, you know, trying to get in behind teams and basically what we did to Villa. Um, uh, uh, that was kind of ironic, irony of you going out to 10 men meant that well, we had to have the ball and try and do stuff with it and we, we just couldn't do it. It was. I was, uh, just, I was just literally going to say, had Van Dijk not been sent off, we used already 1-0 Newcastle win that game. I was, I was, yeah, I was going to say exactly the same thing. We then start leaving gaps and pressuring and you know, pushing players on and Klopp would have changed it to like a 4-2-4 at one point. Or a you, you, you were doing that with 11 men before the goal. Yeah. Like if, you, if you look at that formation, only Endo was a midfielder. Yeah. You, you play with five number 10s. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, uh, I, and that's I think, what you see, Dave. That's yeah. Newcastle strengths. Like, I, yeah. I think Eddie Howe's subs had a lot to do with that. I thought they were shocking. Yeah. The no. timing of the subs was shocking. There's been, there's been a lot said about this and our subs more or less the same in every match and there's some theories you know do we, do we plan them do we basically tell players you know you've got a 70 minute game and you run your ass off for 70 minutes and you're coming off um gordon i mean it's not unusual for wingers to be replaced but he was he was a threat um he, he never he never used to complete 90 minutes with us but yeah and i mean don't get us wrong he, he did run his ass off so i wouldn't be surprised no, he, did, he, did. he did he replaced him um tonali without him we lost a lot of control in that midfield um Bruno hasn't been on it for a while now. Um, obviously, gave the ball away for I think it was the second goal. Um, very sloppy. We were very sloppy in possession all day, though. I mean, there was numerous times where we tried to switch the play and just scuffed it or overhit it or things like that, which not usual for us. I don't know whether whether the occasion was a bit much. Where you know, obviously, Klopp doesn't like us. It's very very easy to see that from some of his comments in the press, and I, I don't know whether. That plays in our mind a bit, but what if, for whatever reason, how can't beat Klopp? Like, there's been, I think, he's lost three times now to Klopp in his short time at Newcastle. I mean, barely he's only beaten him once. Yeah, I, I ever. Mean, we haven't lost many games at all under Eddie Howe, but three of them Liverpool. So, um, for whatever reason, we just it's just note we can't crack. But um, obviously, to lose from being one up against ten men, um, very disappointing. We've not had many days like that again under Howe, um, but. Um, in perspective, though, you know we've lost a Liverpool. We haven't lost a Gin Shrewsbury, have we? Like, I mean, it's uh, it's it's still a, a good team to lose against. Um, kind of got to see the bigger picture and say, well, and all be days like this. Hope it's a hope it's a blip and hope we can come back. But um, we need a decent performance going to the national break against Brighton away next weekend, which is an awful game to go into. Um, but again, might suit us. We won't have an awful lot of the ball. Um, should be able to play on the break a bit. Um, the big worry though is, is bottom went off with an ankle injury. If that's long term, 
Um, our defence goes from being pretty good to being very average without him in it. Um, even in the short time, Dan Byrne played at centre-back. Wasn't pretty. Um, was that, so, was that, did he make the mistake for the first goal? <laughs> he did make the mistake, but it wasn't the standard mistake where he's, he's like tried intercepted it sort of bounced he's off just his sort of stumbled over it hasn't he yeah. yeah but he'd been again like absolutely imperious in that game up until that point and against Man City the previous week he was exceptional him and, and Cher so uh, I do worry without him in there uh, and if it's if it's a severe injury I would be surprised if we go and buy someone or, or loan someone decent to Harry Maguire gap. <laughs> Don't even joke. But it would not. Do you know what? Dave, no, it, you just it, said that. It would not surprise me. You know. No, it wouldn't surprise me. Particularly, he fits the mould of being a left-sided centre half, but um, doesn't have an awful lot of pace. Um, <laughs> an awful lot of anything, to be fair. <laughs> no, no, and I also don't think Man United would loan him to us. Um, no, so, I don't actually. Um, I doubt we'll go down that avenue, but who knows? Um, so yeah, tough one to take. Um, again, against eleven, I never really felt Liverpool would score. Um, but as soon as it went, the way you played with 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 ten, leaving the three up all the time, I think we had no answer to it. Um, I think Klopp handed out a bit of a, a tactical lesson to uh, to us, and uh, hopefully we'll learn from it. Especially when he finally came to his senses and decided to bring on a a player who gets in behind. Um, you know, when you're trying to score goals. Yeah. Both goals were identical as well, pretty much. I was about to say that. Two yeah, decent I, finishes as well. Yeah. Hey, I, 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 thought, I, I thought it was a replay when, <laughs> when the, I saw the second goal. For the first, the first one in particular, I was like, to score from, for score from there, you've got to be mm. so accurate, especially against Paul, who's obviously big lad, long, long that, reach. That's um, what I was thinking when, when Carla was on about the, the mistake for the first. Like, there's, there's not many strikers who's scoring from that mistake. Like Nunes like, attacked it so well to get the ball, and he's so quick. It's phenomenal how quick, and he will chase down. Like we, I talk about Watkins, like chasing everyone down. Like I said it last season, Nunes missed a lot of chances, granted, but he, he's he's almost like he's like a poor man cross between like Suarez and Torres. He's so direct and very unorthodox. And there's going to be a time that the, that the goal scoring is just going to click, like like yesterday did uh, with both goals. I I could see him being a striker, comfortable if he was playing week in week out. Comfortably getting your twenty-five to thirty goals a season. I don't, no, think, Klopp, I don't think Klopp likes him, mate. Could be, re- could be a reason why he doesn't play because I mean, he, every time he every time he gets a run, he seems to be you know a handful. Um, yeah. I'm going to it's going to be like the right kind of game from. Um, but he was, as you say, absolutely phenomenal in that uh, twenty-minute burst yesterday. Um, but as he contrasted to, to us, we were very snatchy in the final third, like. There's one towards the end where, for some god awful reason, Sean Longstaff tried to like Croy flick it in the net around us, controlling it and doing anything else. I was like, what are we watching here? Like, <laughs> um, some absolutely mad decision making. But um, no, I, I think it might be a turning point for Nunes because, for whatever reason, I hope so. That Barnes chance as well, where he could have squared it to Wilson. Was it to Wilson in the middle? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he, he, he didn't. What? Sky or no one seemed to mention was that the flag went up because he was offside. Uh, I, I was going right, to say because right. I, I saw that and I was just like, if he squares that, it's game over. Yeah, I thought that at the time, but then the flag was up apparently. So one special mention and very notable point though: Allison save from I think oh, it was from Al- Almiron's volley. It was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah point that. blank as well, wasn't it? And, uh, and the follow-up save as well. That's something we It was the reaction up to then parry it out for. I believe he put it out for a corner. 
because um, no Liverpool defender reacted. I think they all kind yeah, of... Yeah, they were all stunned. <laughs> just mm-hmm. a and, and I'll stand by it, and I know I'm biased, but that's why I think Alisson's the best keeper in the world. Like, the, mm. the reactions, and that's just phenomenal. Um, I think he's going to be a very busy goalkeeper this season. I think I Liverpool are going to be one of those teams. They're going to either they're either going to go out and smash teams because they are like they're like a they're like a schoolboy team. Like I know, I think Dave said that Klopp gave a tactical yeah. lesson. I really wouldn't go that far. I think he's completely just he's he's, he's just go out there and run. Um, no, I mean with, with eleven he didn't, but with ten I thought. Oh yeah, with ten he, he, yeah. he was forced into tightening, tightening up and plugging the gaps. But I think they're either they are, they're either going to go out and pump teams. Like I think when they come up against like low performing teams, they're going to overload them in the, in the final third and and probably score a hat full of goals. But I think they're also going to concede a lot because yeah, that yeah. that gap in that midfield. Like at one point that I, um, I was watching the game and like there was a, a screen like. The, the ball was coming off and Sky had zoomed the camera out. And it was literally like a, a tactician's board. Four Liverpool defenders in a bank in their own half. <laughs> that Japanese lad in the middle just staying around having a nice day. And then everybody like everybody else like running into parents' box. Like 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 at school when all the kids want to score the goals. And and, <laughs> and, and, and that's exactly what Liverpool have yeah. been like before. The, well, there's no coercion whatsoever. I, I said last season, genuinely without Allison, we'd have been a bottom half like a bottom six team. Like he was making that many important saves. It was ridiculous. It's strange because I say I know they've got the um, you know the reputation from when the you know, the title winning season and I think they were even better the season before that when they ran Man City close, um, you know when you know for playing that high intensity football, but yeah, it's so strange. It's it's worse than the Galactico period at Real Madrid when she it was literally just everybody attack. Yeah, it's yeah. Klopp's done in my opinion. We've got Van Dijk. I think he's. Maybe I, that, I think the injuries affected them more. Um, then we know Karate's made of chocolate. Um, Robertson might be the biggest drop-off you'll ever find on a footballer. Um, <laughs> so when he's still in peak years. Um, Gomez is phenomenal when he's fit, but again, can't get on the games. Trent's just getting worse and worse. Um, I used to try and defend him, but I, I don't know what's going on. Um, he, he, at the end of last season, he kind of looked like he was getting himself back. Um and then again, we've, we've not signed any centre midfielders. Like actual numbers, we got rid of the two holding midfielders that we were willing to play. Um, and I mean, I've, I've never seen the, the the Japanese boy play much, but yesterday he looked like out of depth. He looked like he he just didn't belong. I, mean, I didn't know he was on the pitch. It's because yeah, everything just goes past him. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I mean, we will we will see. We'll see how it goes. Um, it'll be interesting, that's for sure. Um, Can any of you um, make an argument against the red card? Like, have no. you been at Jamie Carragher's school of eyes? Or have no. You just <laughs> no. So, as soon as I seen it, it was a, I said red. Well, see, well, I was the opposite. So when I first seen it, um, I wasn't at home watching the game. I was I was on the golf course. I just seen, you know, you know like Sky Sports or that, put the clip up. Yeah. But when I first watched it, I looked like Van Dyke won the ball. And I'm like, that doesn't mean it's not a foul, though. Of I hate I this. I hate that football fans think that if you win the ball, it's not no, no, a foul. No. Yeah, but I'm but by meaning win the ball, like it didn't. The first video I seen didn't look like he even touched the player. It looked like he went through his legs, won the ball. That's not a foul. But 
I then Peanut, that's not what happened though. I've <laughs> seen probably and seen how he catches but his. Yeah, that's right. Then Jamie Carragher took his glasses back off. Yeah, don't, let's not ever compare. Like, you be, if you're going to bring Jamie Carragher arguments, I'm going to start bringing talk sport facts and declare that. <laughs> like, if this I'm, is I'm with you there, mate. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm going to start bringing in Piers Morgan, who's right twice a day. Like, <laughs> that's that's the level you're dealing with, Jamie. Jamie Carragher's the biggest prick in the world. Oh, don't. Me and Ali are going to be mates this year, I tell you. <laughs> I just I thought it was an absolutely incredible argument from him that's like, well, until he's got the ball, we don't know it's a goal scoring opportunity. It's like, ah, well, so going forwards, defenders should just like bear, bear yeah. to, and, to the ground every ball that ever goes forward. You, you can take see the attack route. to let it go across him. Had that been 20 yards further out, then then you could make an argument, right? Even though he's, he's going he's, to he's literally just outside the box. Just, <laughs> Literally in the box. It's like his next. He's literally his next touch of the ball is a shot and goal. It was going to be. A, it, he that's, he that's probably would have scored. Yeah, but, I think no, he... and, and well, see, I would say the other way around. Allison's probably saving it, right? But, but he didn't save Gordon's a bit earlier. Went straight through his legs. Doesn't matter. He's <laughs> Thank Gordon's, you, David. Right? He just felt sorry for Gordon. He liked scousers. <laughs> um, but like, just yeah, Klopp's a prick. Carragher's a prick. It was a red card. We move on. Two wins and a draw, mate. Well, it doesn't mean Klopp's not a prick. I didn't say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, two wins and a draw. I'm fine with the results as such, but I can't, there's just so much wrong at the club just now. Um, it doesn't seem sustainable, as Carl's yeah, alluded to and Chris. Like, um, it's not like a normal way of playing football, is it? Like, <laughs> Klopp will never get the blame, though, because obviously the board, are, the board are sneaking in after his team talk and going, right, lads, you all run up front. Yeah, I think the Gaddy Neville defence. It depends what half the fan base you're listening to now. I think too much has came out about Klopp in the last few weeks about him rejecting players. Um, it's not, yeah, it's not looking good. Uh, maybe this seventh season Klopp syndrome. Wait, uh, wait till all the Liverpool fans find out that that image of him sticking his finger up was fake as well. Oh no! Because they've all been they've all been they've all been praising him for that, haven't they? And, uh, and then like, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it didn't, didn't actually happen. Like... I know. know better than Divi. He's a Divi, but he's always yeah. Divi. Oh yeah, so. I say I, I I don't back Jason Tindall most of the time, but in this occasion, I, I clap the man. Yeah. I mean, I, I I was all for it, and you know how much I do not like Newcastle. I mean, I celebrated when you scored. Good grief! Then you don't. Then you don't like you shower. No, shower. It's not something that's worth doing in the game. It's just you know it's always going to come back and bite you in the arse. Though. It's just yeah, it it's never. Oh, but, it, but it never bites Klopp in the arse. Like he he pulled a hamstring complaining, got away with it. Like I, I don't understand. Like he's, he's untouchable, isn't he? Well, some it's like t- ten arg. Some managers are just untouchable. They're just he's just Klopp is just a nauseating creature. Yeah. And I hate him. Mourinho with good teeth. My only thing I like about Klopp now, though, is genuinely like <laughs> listening to you guys like hating him. Like it's fine for me to hate him because he really annoys me. But when I see him winding other fans up, it just it then brings me joy, and I want to keep him forever. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Chris, moan as well. Come on, get me groaning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, boys, that's the end of the results. Um, any anything else to add on the weekend in general? I'm glad it's over, I suppose. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Oh, I'm happy oh. this weekend. Um, it'll be a rare occasion where I'm the happy out the, out the four of us. So it's uh, the last games before the international break next weekend, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you think? Do you think when we get together at this time next week, we will still be in the same position where all three promoted clubs have still not got any points? No, yes. because one of them plays us. <laughs> I, I Everton get their first win, and Carl's going to come on happy next week. Nah. Um, We'll go to Bramall Lane, and I reckon it'll be a draw. I bet you. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, I was just surprised to see that none of them have got any points. Like, I say, Luke knows expecting it, but like, I expected Burnley to get a point well, somewhere. Two of them only played twice because they played each other, and they didn't. Did they? Oh god, was, ah, that, that makes Luton, sense. Oh yeah, because Luton's game. Luton's ground was like still being built or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, couldn't, could, they, they, couldn't, find the, they right. couldn't find the key for the gates or something. Uh, <laughs> Nor no was having a tea party that night, so they had to close the ground. Uh, well, well, next week when Sheffield United taunt us. Oh, I kind of want it to happen now, Carl, just for the. the, oh, the I, I really don't. I don't think I don't want to spend my Monday evening listening to Carl talk about that. <laughs> Tra- transfer deadline on Thursday, is it? What is it? Ooh. Yeah. Is, is it on Thursday? No, it's Friday, isn't it? Friday. Friday. It's actually oh. on the first this time, yeah. I, I, Why? It's fr- it's, I don't know. What's wrong with do these we, people? Do we see anything happening but, like, Arsenal tune anything? I, th- I think we will if, if Botman's properly injured. If he's just out for a few weeks, we'll, we'll be doing men. But if he's knackered, I think we'll go and get a centre half from somewhere. Can, can I introduce you in Robert Holding? I think, well, out, out I think we're going to go for him, you know. I I think we will. Oh, please don't. I like Rob Holding. Um, mm. But I say, Newcastle, you were linked with him this time last season, weren't you? And he nearly went. So. Well, in the Bruce era, yes, we were very, very interested. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man, Bob Rob Holding, his, um, his, his hair job is an arc to triumph. It's fucking magnificent, isn't it? Isn't it? Like, was, that, yeah, that needs a number from him. Give, uh, a, <laughs> no, give a Nobel Prize to whoever did his hair transplant. Honestly, it is outstanding. You would never Yeah, he's got flowing locks like that. Yeah, he? Like, he, he looks like an action star from the 80s. Now, oh, it's, yeah. it's insane. You got something to tell us, Chris? <laughs> I love I love Rob Alden. He's all right. Oh, fair enough. Uh, he's coming to us. No, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. Would not surprise me. No, it, it's a very Everton sign. It's only Sean Dyche signing, to be honest. Like, uh, I, I, would, I would expect that might happen. If it's a deal, it's on the table. I don't know if it is or not. I, I, uh, I don't support it. I'm just putting like two and two together, to be honest. Will, will Liverpool buy a centre midfielder? Probably not. No. Should they... no, they'll, no, they'll spend £85 million on another striker. Yeah, well. I, 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 I feel we need a defender as well. Um... There's talk, the t- t- is it the Tiram talks back? And yeah, it's not. There was somebody else, I was, I was seeing it earlier, it was reported. I've seen him, um, Decore from Palace again. Nah, but the one, like, yeah, he, he's been quite heavily linked. Yeah. They want like 11 billion from it, don't they? Like, yeah, they want they well, like 90, 90 million. One is the other one that's linked again, but I feel these were both. both January ones as well. So yeah. they'll, they'll both be in Chelsea shirts. Yeah, I think, I think whoever you see Liverpool getting linked to, they're not going to sign. They're not. They're going to just try and leak players so Chelsea buy them, so then they can go and get the players they actually want. Can you start spread? Can you start spreading rumours about them being linked to some of the deadwood we've got floating around? You know, like Nuno Tavares or Cedric. Cedric would be great. I've seen a link to Calvin Phillips today on loan. Right, yeah, one, I've seen that. He ain't leaving Man City. Oh, Man's got the easiest job in the world. Him and oh, Scott Carson have a like, fucking great time. It, it might be the laziest journalism ever by Sky Sport. Like, why would City ever give us a midfielder? 
Like, it doesn't make any sense, does it? Yeah, absolutely not. Ah, oh, but you can play against everybody except City. So therefore, gives you oh, more yeah, of a chance in every other game yeah. except that. It, 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 it uh, took him about 12 weeks to get up to fitness, wouldn't it? Like, uh, he's got more medals than minutes. Klopp is, <laughs> like, um, he, he's a guy who really doesn't have a great fitness and injury thing. Imagine him trying to run under Klopp's training. Because Klopp's a lot could, of he, he, he could just stand chatting with, <laughs> with Endo on the, <laughs> mid, in the, on the centre circle. <laughs> uh, right, anyway, let's bring this to a close. Um, Carl, let everybody know where they can find you. Cheers, mate. It's at Dixon Dean. If you want to be the press fair, there's never fun. You know where I am. <laughs> uh, Chris, anything for yourself? No, no, all good, thank you. And Dave, what about yourself? Are you all busy over there? Oh, never, never stop, mate. Uh, so Twitter's at, oh, Twitter X, whatever the fuck it's called these days, uh, at CM9798, uh, and the YouTube is CM9798, please. Nice. And you can find us at Man and Post on all your social media platforms. Please give us a like, rate, review, share, follow, everything you can, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, I'm not actually sure where you listen to this. Um, <laughs> we're, it's all a bit up in the air. Um, I believe we're even being uploaded to YouTube now. So please do everything you can to find us. Like, as I say, like, share it as much as you can. Um, we will keep recording and uploading these. So hopefully you're enjoying. But gentlemen, thank you as always for joining me. Thank you. Cheers, Ali. Thank you. And thank you at home for listening. And always remember, keep your man in the post. Now go out and take it all You are the brightest star in the sky